It's a 10-point game going in the fourth quarter. Okay? Get your freaking hands up. This is what we live for. This is what we work hard for. Okay? We ain't giving it up. We are not freaking giving this up. You got to freaking fight. You got to fight. Music. Reality. Sometimes it's hard to tell the difference. But we as entertainers have a responsibility to these kids. Sorry. If I were to die murdered in cold blood tomorrow, would you feel sorrow and show love or would it matter? Could never be the lead off batter, but things shit for me to feed off. I'm seesaw battling, but there's way too much at stake for me to be fake. There's too much on my plate. I done came way too far in this game to turn and walk away and not say what I got to say. What the fuck you take me for? A joke? You smoking crack? Before I do that, I beg Mariah to take me back. I'll get up before I get down. Run myself in the ground before I put some whack shit out. I'm trying to smack this one out the park. 5,000 mark. Y'all steady trying to drown this shark. Ain't gonna do nothing but piss me off. Lid to the can of whip ass just twist me off. See me leap out. Pull a piece out. Fuck shooting. I'm just trying to knock his teeth out. Fuck with me now, bitch. To see you freestyle. Talk is cheap. Motherfucker, if you really feeling frog is sleep. Yo, Slim, you gon' let him get away. Yeah! Woo! Let's get in a bit real quick, boy! Show number two on the motherfucking night. I swear to God, I ain't gonna do no more shows until after all the game ones are complete. Unless something astronomical happens. Nigga, no more shows. No more talk. This is King Known Uncensored, baby. And I decided that I made my choices and the real playoffs begin tomorrow. Well, technically it's Saturday now as I'm recording this. It's 1.14 a.m. But I have made my decision. And now we going to take it to the Eastern Conference as the Miami Heat play the Atlanta Hawks. Now, this series is actually going to be pretty good. I mean, Trey and them with this this uh, playoff experience they had last year is going to pr- provide a lot of fits for the Miami Heat. But can the Hawks beat Miami off of those screens? That's the thing I worry about. And will the Hawks be able to figure it out or will it be too late? And in my opinion, I think it will be too late. I feel like Miami's got too much shooting. And I know, I know, with Trey Young on the team, it's kind of like, what the fuck did you just say? I mean, come on, you have Duncan. You got Victor Oladipo, who is finally healthy. You have Tyler Hero, who is arguably the sixth man in the year. Kyle Lowry, if he gets going, he can shoot the blood out that bitch. You got Max Struss, a dude that's been lighting it up all motherfucking season. Like, this Heat team is actually pretty loaded. Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? Outside of Trey, there isn't that second guy. You know what I'm saying? They have guys that step up in certain areas and things of that nature, but I don't know, bro. But as far as I'm concerned, I think that Miami will win this series in six games. I think Atlanta will put up a fight. 
But I think that their time will eventually run out. I mean, Capella's injury, we don't know the status. That looked ugly from what I saw. And Oyeka Okungwu is not going to be able to handle Bam at a buyout. You know, you need Capella for this bitch to go seven games. And even with Capella, I would pick Miami. But Capella is a difference maker. And him being hurt, it that looked like a goddamn season-ending injury he suffered. He couldn't really walk on whatever he hurt. So it's safe to say that you got... John Collins missing and Click Capella missing. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, I got Miami in this series in six games. Let's move on to their potential opponent. <laughs> the four and five in the East. We've got... Sheesh, we got Sixter, Sixers and Raptors, I believe, right? I think it's Sixers and Raptors. Or is it Bucks and Bulls? I think it's Bucks and Bulls. Ooh, that's going to be ugly. <laughs> I think the Bucks and the Bulls are... Uh... Man, that's crazy. Man, this is going to be a hell of a series. It might be short, though. But a hell of a series is going to be a lot. Actually, I'm wrong. I'm wrong as fuck. It is Toronto and Philly. All right, the 4-5, right? Ooh-wee. Miami got it easy. (laughs) Miami got it easy as fuck, man. Wow. Sixers and Raptors. Um... It's a lot of factors that go into this. The Toronto Raptors have NBA champions on their team, man. Toronto, the last time these guys played the Raptors, y'all know what happened. Y'all know what happened. But the claw is no longer in Toronto. But Fred Van Vliet has been battling injuries. You know what I'm saying? But he's going to play from what I'm hearing. I mean, you still got the, uh, you got Scotty Barnes, OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam. And these guys have been there and done that. Meanwhile, the 76ers added James Harden, which was supposed to be a groundbreaking acquisition. But James Harden is not the James Harden of years past. This is a shell of James Harden. Now, is he a productive playmaker? Absolutely. But productive scorer? The man has been putting up tour dates and Jalen Rose, man. You got you gotta give me my, my tour dates slang back, man. You gotta you gotta uh you gotta you gotta uh give me credit. You gotta cite your references. Because that's plagiarism, Playboy. Me and the homies came up with motherfucking tour dates. Shit, how about you take that and then just support my shit? And then we can call it even. <laughs> I ain't going to slander Jalen Rose. You know what I'm saying? He a hero out this way. I can't really jump down down him for uh, for biting my shit, though. I can't, I can't do that. 
He gets a pass. <laughs> but yeah, man. Philly's bench is also up for discussion as well, man. I'm not sure that, I mean, and then Doc Rivers as a coach in this series. I mean, Nick Nurse is a championship head coach. Doc Rivers is a championship head coach. We're not even... Are we going to even talk about tonight's games? We probably will. Later on, though. We got to get into the seriousness of things, right? Joel Embiid is going to get you 35 and 15 a night. And it's all about Maxie and Harris for this series. I don't trust James Harden. But I can trust James Harden to get me 10-11 assists. Therefore, I'm going to be risky here and I'm going to take the Philadelphia 76ers in a six game series but do not be surprised if Toronto pushes this seven and if Toronto pushes this seven Toronto's gonna win this series Toronto has the defense to stop Philly however I truly think that Philadelphia has enough to get out of here, to get out of this series, and to possibly face off against the Miami Heat the next round. Which moves me into the two versus seven matchup. The Brooklyn Nets versus the Boston Celtics. This is prime time. And let me tell you something. This is going to be a knockdown drag out series. Tatum and Brown's not going to play, but however, you got Kevin Durant and Kyrie, the most skilled duo in the game on the same team. You have decent role players in Seth Curry and Andre Drummond and, and Patrick Mills. The question is, will they be on? And then Bruce Brown's hustle. And another question is, will LaMarcus Aldridge even play in this series? And then the biggest domino of them all, we got word that Ben Simmons is returning in game four of this series. That can make a major difference. A difference so much so that I am actually going to pick the Nets in six games. Yes. I originally had it going seven without Simmons, but now that I know that Simmons is going to return in game four, I'm taking the Brooklyn Nets in six games versus the Boston Celtics. I'm not underestimating Boston, but if uh, uh, Robert Williams III was there, I would have a different opinion. I would have this going seven even with Simmons, but there's no legitimate threat at the basket all of the threats are perimeter threats if Brooklyn realizes hey we can dump it inside we can drive it inside and we can score Nicholas Claxton he's going to be an x-factor in this series Bruce Brown's definitely going to be another x-factor in this series and I truly think that Durant and Kyrie is going to be too much for those guys and they will be you know they will exit the playoffs once again even though M.A. Udoka has done a great job with this group. 
excellent, excellent fucking job. But that's where it stops. And then the three versus six. We got the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Chicago Bulls. Now, I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna be brief on this one because this is very easy on who the fuck my pick is gonna be. I mean, this is the defending champs versus a team that hasn't been to the playoffs in a very long time. I mean, Zach Levine, we this is his first playoffs. DeMar DeRozan is leading this team, you know what I'm saying? He's not, he's a very reluctant leader. They're not known for defense. Vucevic is not known for defense either. Those three have to be very big in that series. And then on top of that, right? Um, will Lonzo Ball return in this series? If he returns in this series, the Bulls have a chance of extending this series further than what I think is going to go. Then we get to see Patrick Williams under pressure his rookie year. Um, Alex Caruso, his championship experience helps. But all in all, <laughs> I'm going with the champs. I'm going with Milwaukee in a gentleman sweep. Bucks in five. Bucks in five. Bucks in five. And I'm going to go with Giannis. I mean, there's nobody on Chicago that's stopping Giannis or fucking with Giannis. Not to mention, nobody on that team, no disrespect to him. Nobody can check Middleton on that team. Yes, I'm being disrespectful as fuck when I say this. And I mean this with all disrespect. Nobody can check Middleton on that team. Nobody can check fucking Drew Holiday. Not to mention, as dangerous as Bobby Portis is, Serge Ibaka, Brooke Lopez is back. Grayson Allen has fit into that role well. You know, has fit into that Dante DiVincenzo role well. I just think that the Bucks just have too much depth for Chicago. I think that this series is going to go five games. Gentlemen sweep. Now, let's move on to the Western Conference, the one versus eight. Well, Pelicans versus the Suns. I can sum this up easy. I love the Pelicans. That's my second favorite team in the world, Pistons and Pelicans fan. But (laughs) Phoenix is going to sweep New Orleans. No disrespect intended. I love them, but this is a sweep. I'm taking Phoenix in four games easily. It's nothing. There's nothing to talk about. This is the, the defending Western Conference champions. It would be nice to see the Pelicans win a game, but come on, man. I mean, I love Herb Jones and his defense. He could startle Booker a bit, but Booker's got too much help. Overwhelming amounts of help. This is the most loaded team. This is the best team in the league. This is a four-game series. Next. (laughs) They're a potential opponent. The four and five matchup in the West, the Mavericks and the Jazz. The Mavericks are dealing with the injury to Luka Doncic. And this is the thing I hate about certain players 
playing in the last regular season game because I fear something crazy is going to happen. And unfortunately, it did happen. And Luka Doncic is set to miss game one and possibly game two. This is Utah's chance here because there's, I mean, yes, you have to worry about Spencer Dinwiddie. Yes, you have to worry about Jalen Brunson. And is Tim Hardaway returning? Because if he returns, Dallas has a chance. But in all reality, with Luka missing these first two games, Utah should be able to sweep them. Should be. But I'm not but Utah has thrown away games. They have given games away this season. But with that being said, I am going to take Utah in a six-game series. And it's only because Luka is gone. Now, me personally, I would have still picked Utah in this series with Luka there because he has not won a playoff series. And I'm going to go with Donovan Mitchell, who's more experienced. And then, you know, here's the thing, though. The only problem with the Jazz is who is going to step up for Donovan Mitchell? Is it going to be Gobert? Is it going to be Bogdanovich? Is it going to be Mike Conley? Is it going to be Royce O'Neal? Is it going to be Rudy Gay? Is it going to be, you know, who is it going to be? Is it going to be Jordan Clarkson, which is more than likely the culprit here? Because he stepped up when a lot of the starters wouldn't even show up. But I'm still going to take Utah in six games. Moving on to the 2-7 matchup in the West. This is all off the top of the head. Uh, we got Memphis and, and Minnesota. Woo! It's going to be some real beef. Yo, if you want to see some fights, you want to see some scrap outs, this is the series for you if you like that old-ass, 80s, dirty basketball because this is what this series is going to be. However, the Minnesota Timberwolves do not have any experience. You got you to gotta be kidding me that D'Angelo Russell lost to the first-round ones. You know, Pat Bev is probably the person on the team that went the furthest. And yes, I understand his emotional leadership is going to help them, but here's the problem. We don't believe you. We need more people. Memphis is has been good with and without Ja. Imagine Memphis with Ja there. I'm going to be... And then Carl Anthony Towns isn't to be trusted in a series. You know what I'm saying? I mean, D'Angelo Russell, he's going to show out. I truly believe that Anthony Edwards is going to show out. But I think Memphis's defense is going to show up when it needs to show up. Now, y'all going to call me crazy for making this prediction, but I am taking the Memphis Grizzlies in a gentleman's sweep. Five games. Memphis in five games. I have that much confidence in the Grizzlies that they're going to win this series. The three versus six matchup. This is going to be an ugly series. No Jamal Murray, no Michael Porter Jr. And it didn't matter because Denver won the season series versus Golden State three to one. But Golden State said, okay, we're reloaded. We have Steph coming back. 
We have Clay back. We have Draymond back to go along with a plethora of plug and play role players such as Kabinga, Moda Moody, Moda Moody, Moda Moody, Moses Moody, Rhoda Rudy, Moda Rudy. Yeah, man. You got motherfucking Jordan Poole. Oh, my God. Who's been amazing all season. You have Otto Porter Jr. You got Gary Payton Jr. So, with that being said, I am going to take Golden State in this series in seven games. Now, I know what you're thinking. Are you sure it's going to be this close? Yes, because Denver... Denver's a team that has survived all season. That's what they do. They survive. However, I think that Golden State's playoff championship experience is going to give them the edge. I'm going to say that this is going to be a seven-game series. I got Golden State. Last but total, I mean, I think that's it. So, I'm going to give you a recap of this shit. I got the Heat over the Atlanta Hawks in six games. Right? I got the Sixers over the Raptors in in six games. I've got... The Nets over the Celtics in six games. I have the Bucks over the Bulls in five games. I've got the Suns over the Pelicans in four games. I've got... I got the Jazz over the Mavericks in six games. I've got the Grizzlies over the Timberwolves in five games. And then I have the Warriors over the Nuggets in seven games. Now let's get into tonight's games to decide the eighth seed. Because these two games were fucking incredible. And they both came down to the last second. So, Atlanta ended up playing Cleveland for the 8th seed. Now, things started off as Cleveland got into some home cooking as they were hitting shot after shot after shot. And the Atlanta Hawks were down more than 20 points at one point. However, once the second half began, Trey Young started finding his shot. And... That means that the Cleveland Cavaliers were in trouble. And the playoff experience of the Hawks started to take over. Not even Rondo and Kevin Love could save the Cleveland Cavaliers from going to the playoffs. Ice Trey. 
38 points, 13 of 25 from the field, 9 assists. Bogdan Bogdanovich had 19 points off the bench, 2 of 3 from 3. Now, in the first half, the Hawks suffered a major injury to Clint Capella. And that shit did not look good. And it looked like that man is probably going to miss the rest of the playoffs. Or definitely going to miss that series because them niggas going home the first round. However, Cleveland's first half, if you looked at the stats, you would think Cleveland won this game. I mean, Laurie Markkinen was on fire. 26 points, 8 rebounds, 6 of 12 from 3, 10 of 17 from the field. Evan Mobley, 18 points, 8 rebounds. Hey, y'all gave Evan Mobley all this credit and everything for making the playoffs. Oh, yeah, I forgot they didn't make it. <laughs> y'all gave him all this credit for helping Cleveland or whatever, but y'all y'all won't keep that same energy with Cade. Some rookie of the year, right? But anyway, Jared Allen returned. He was an emotional lift for the first half. But he kind of went quiet. They kind of went away from him in the second half. And Darius Garland shot 9 of 27 from the field. 21 points, 9 assists. Not too bad. But I do believe that this is a classic case of lack of experience. Meanwhile, the Hawks have been there and done that. They've been survivors. They were surviving every series. Like when they went up against the Knicks last year. Kicked their ass. Went seven with the number one overall seed in the six in the Sixers and won. Then taking the Bucks, the champions, to six games. But overall, that's the uh, name of the game. And the game of the night, I'm going to say that this was the game of the night, man. The Pelicans made me proud, man, and took the victory from the Clippers as both of them went on on massive runs the pelicans started out the game swinging and then brandon ingram had 16 points in the first quarter ingram ended up with 30 points six rebounds and six assists CJ McCollum shot horrible from the field, 9 of 24, 1 of 7 from 3. But he hit big shots when it mattered. The Clippers defense turned up in the second half as Batum was giving Ingram and McCollum issues. 
and Willie Ga- Green gave one of the most inspirational speeches for the Pelicans to take back their lead. And Herb Jones, G. Herbo Jones, was locking up niggas, man. Locking niggas the fuck up. In crunch time. Then Larry Nance, despite missing two clutch free throws, came through with 14 points and 16 rebounds. Trey Murphy III was the hero of this game. This guy hit big shots. He hit four crucial three-pointers, had 14 points, but those 14 points were the difference in the game. This man was hitting shots from all over the place. We move on to the Clippers. Marcus Morris did everything he possibly could. Him and Reggie Jackson couldn't stand Reggie Jackson for doing this shit. But Reggie had 27 points, 9 of 22 shooting. Marcus Morris have not was 9 of 20, 4 of 11 from 3, 27 points. He Marcus Morris is the king of hitting contested shots. Norman Powell was big too, 17 points. Robert Covington had 14 points, but it wasn't enough. And once again, they went away from Zubak and they wanted to play small ball because that and that's crazy that Willie Green was a coach. I think he was yeah, I think he coached under Tyron Lue. So the student outcoached the teacher. That's wild. Shout out to Willie Green, man. Detroit stand the fuck up. Detroit in the building. We in the playoffs. About to get swept in this bitch. But that's my show, man. These are my first round predictions. I'll be back on YouTube over the weekend to check in with y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, uh, I might give a brief breakdown of some of the games and stuff like that, but you know, you'll get the full breakdown on King Nona Uncensored though. So, um, this is first round predictions and I'm out of here.